the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. And welcome to the five o'clock hour of Bob Bernie Live. Thank you for joining me. Uh, on a kind of consistent basis, I get emails or comments from listeners. Bob, we wish you did more teaching, more Bible lessons, more Bible teaching. Well, uh, I tried to do that often. Uh, the format of this program is looking at current events from a biblical point of view. That's what the format is about. And I, I try to stay to the format. But um, my first passion is teaching, preaching God's Word, the Bible. And I say that to say at the bottom of the hour, I'm going to share some things from Scripture with you. All right? Bottom of the hour, uh, I'm going to share a little Bible lesson, something that um, God spoke to me about just recently. So anyway, that, uh, that'll be at the, uh, at the bottom of the hour. I... Uh, I wasn't. I wasn't even going to get into this, but I just saw something pop, pop up on social media, and uh, I just can't resist. Uh, there are two states that the woke, liberal, progressive left absolutely hates: Texas, because of the. Uh, well, the governor is a staunch conservative Republican. Uh, he was one of the first governors to say, we will have no mask mandates. Remember that? And do you remember when the president of the United States said he's a Neanderthal? That's Neanderthal talking and thinking. And, of course, concerning COVID, Texas has done quite well, especially compared to a lot of other states. And then there's the whole abortion thing, the heartbeat bill. The liberal progressive left absolutely hates Texas for that. And then there's election reform. Remember they were passing election reform and all those Democrats left town, got on a private jet with cases of beer and hid in Washington, D.C. in expensive hotels. Remember that? We're not going to vote. We're not going to vote. Well, eventually they had to go back and they had to vote and the legislation passed. And because of that, the liberal woke left just hates them. And then there's Georgia. Georgia passed election reform legislation. And uh, baseball commissioner Rob Manfred tried to punish not just the Atlanta, the entire state of Georgia. They were going to have the all-star game there, remember? And uh, the commissioner of baseball said, oh, there are a bunch of bigots down there, and, and we're going to punish them. We're going to take the all-star game out of Atlanta, and we're going to move it to Denver. 
And of course, at the time, I and many, 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 many others pointed out the the black population in Atlanta far, 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 far surpasses the black population in Denver. Denver is basically lily white. Well, the All-Star Game brings millions and millions and millions of dollars into the economy. So as a result of the actions of Major League Baseball, a whole bunch of white people made a whole bunch of money. And as a result, the black entrepreneurs, business people, and so forth in Atlanta were punished. Yeah, it didn't make a whole lot of sense then. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense now. Why do I bring that up? The World Series. The World Series is between the Houston Astros, Texas, and the Atlanta Braves, Georgia. And I just... I think God has a sense of humor. I, I really do. I'm not big into baseball like I used to, but uh, I was rooting for my Dodgers, my L.A. Dodgers. I was not rooting for the Atlanta Braves, but I I just love the irony that Major League Baseball said, we're going to punish the whole state of Georgia. And they took one game out. Uh, Now Atlanta will host at least... Two games, possibly more. It depends on, you know, who wins what games and so forth. And then Texas and uh, the uh, commissioner of baseball is going to have to hand one of those teams the trophy. And I just think that's hysterical. I I do. I just, I just think that's hysterical. Um. I have I basically left the president alone today, but I came across something from CNN about President Biden. CNN, of all places. CNN did a little analysis of how much personal time and personal travel President Joe Biden has made compared to other presidents especially Donald Trump. Now, most of you remember the first year of Trump's presidency. The liberal left went crazy. He's going golfing again. He's going to Florida again. He's going to his estate in Florida. He's leaving. He's leaving again, 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 again. He's traveling again. Personal time. You remember that? Over and over and over and over and over again. Well, CNN did a little analysis And they discovered, now again, this is CNN, that President Joe Biden, at this point in office, 276 days, has logged, quote, more personal travel days than any president in recent history. CNN reported that during his first 276 days in office, President Biden has spent 108 of those days either vacationing or teleworking from Camp David or one of his two Delaware homes. In other words, 
President Joe Biden has spent 40% of his time either traveling personally or actually vacationing. 40%. Well, what about Donald Trump? Well, at 276 days in office, Donald Trump had spent 70 days. Joe Biden, 108. Quote, Biden's time spent away from the White House has dwarfed that of his predecessors, including Donald Trump, Barack Obama, and George W. Bush. And even though Biden, again I'm quoting, has spent some of that time working, his time away includes no fewer than 35 personal trips. 35 personal trips. He has spent 69 days at one of his homes in Delaware. He has two homes. Yes, the president of the common man. 40%. And and I'm not trying to be smart. I'm really not. But I really believe, I don't think he has the personal, physical, or mental stamina to stay at the White House and work. I think he was suffering cognitive failure when he was first elected, and I think we've seen him go downhill rapidly since he's been elected. And and again, I'm not trying to be smart. I think he needs that time away to rest and recover. I don't think he is physically are mentally up to being the President of the United States. And I think more and more people are beginning to realize that. Not just a bunch of conservatives. I think a lot of even his strongest supporters are realizing we got a problem with this president. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. I want you to try to imagine this little hypothetical scenario. A uh, a 10-year-old child calls up an oncologist. Now, an oncologist is a doctor who deals with cancer. All right. Ten-year-old child calls up an oncologist, sets up an appointment. The day comes for the appointment. The doctor meets with the ten-year-old child. And the ten-year-old child says, Doctor, I am convinced I have cancer and I believe I need to start chemotherapy. Ten-year-old child talking to a specialist And the child says to the specialist, I believe I have cancer and I think I should start chemotherapy right away. Is there any chance in the world that that oncologist would immediately say, oh, really? Well, if you feel like you have cancer, you must have cancer. And um, yes, we uh, we will order chemotherapy right away. 
How long would that doctor have his license? Children are going to specialists. A boy tells the specialist, I think I'm a girl. And the specialist says, really? You really, really feel like you're a girl? Yes. I, I, yeah, I was born a boy, but I, I really feel like I'm supposed to be a girl. And uh, I want to start going through uh, hormone treatment and preparation maybe for even sexual reassignment surgery. Now, how different is that than a child going to a doctor saying, well, I've got these symptoms and I feel like I have cancer and I need chemotherapy. But here's the big difference. The oncologist would never agree to that. But we have specialists all the time who listen to a child who says, I think I'm a boy, I think I'm a girl, whatever. Okay, well, if that's the way you feel, then we must affirm that. We must. And so, yes, we're going to get you hormone treatment, and uh, we're going to dress you up like a girl. I know that you're a boy, but this is what's happening, and it's insane. Fortunately, around the world— psychiatrists are beginning to wake up and realize how ridiculous this is. Many, many cases in Great Britain just recently has turned that whole transgender thing in Great Britain upside down and inside out, in Sweden, in much of Europe, and now in New Zealand and Australia. I have the story in front of me. Headline. And by the way, this isn't some Christian site. I think this is, um, what is it, the Washington Post, I think? Anyway, headline, top psychiatrists urge caution before giving puberty blockers to kids with gender dysphoria. Psychiatrists in New Zealand and Australia are emphasizing therapeutic options for gender dysphoric individuals, particularly minors. Listen to this, and I quote, In a shift away from what is known as the affirmation-only approach and gender-affirmative care model. Now, what is the affirmation-only model approach? The approach used by most specialists here in America when a kid that is confused about their gender goes to the doctor, the doctor says, well, what do you feel like? Well, I feel like I'm a girl. Affirmation only says whatever the kid says must be true because they don't they know best. Or the gender affirmative care model. Okay, you're a boy, but you feel like you're a girl, or you're a girl that you feel like you're well, we are going to affirm your chosen gender. That is the typical approach of the experts in America. Psychiatrists in New Zealand and Australia are saying, whoa, 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 whoa. We need to, again, shift away from what is known as the affirmation-only approach and the gender affirmative care model. A recent position statement from the Royal Australian and New Zealand College of Psychiatrists stresses the necessity of receiving a proper mental health evaluation prior 
to any decisions regarding irreversible medicalization such as hormones or cosmetic gender surgeries. In other words, in New Zealand and Australia, the experts are going, I think we've been handling this wrong. We need to make sure that these kids have a thorough psychiatric evaluation to make sure that they really know what they're talking about. The United States of America is so far behind the rest of the world. The story goes on and talks about in Sweden, the Karolinska University Hospital released a statement that they would, quote, no longer be administering puberty-blocking drugs to youth under the age of 16. Why? Quote, they are not capable of giving informed consent to chemical puberty blockade in light of repercussions such as fertility loss. The whole world is waking up. The way this whole transgender thing has been handled has been wrong, and not only wrong, it's been dangerous to children. So we got Sweden, much of Europe, New Zealand, Australia, Great Britain are finally catching up to science, but not in America. All the way to the White House in America today are holding on to views that have been proven scientifically wrong and physically, emotionally, and psychologically destructive to children. We are so far behind the rest of the world. Sad, 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 sad. We need to pray that the experts at America finally catch up with real science. All right, we'll be back. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.